All right, I'm going to be honest with you. This is uh, another honest Demi episode in which I talk for about an hour about the general state of the world, a few of the events sucks. that have happened recently that I think were absolutely crazy and we're not treating them like the absolutely mad events that they are. Worst episode ever. No, this episode is very interesting. Don't listen, don't listen. Yes, please listen. Yeah, it's amazing. This is Auditory Portals to Terra. Okay. Prepare your brains yeah. to get fucked! some glitter let's get in the kitchen the key to cooking is taking risks come over tonight let's netflix and whisk time to take a bite of heaven when life gives you a lemon make zest 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 it's the best 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 it's better than sex Hello everybody, whatever planet you're from, wherever in this in the corner of this beautiful galaxy you are, welcome to Auditory Portals to Terra. It is I, Rom Forcifer, and I'm joined with my co-host as usual. Bowie the Cat is here. Your co-host, bro. The chillest cat in the galaxy, Bowie the Cat. Awesome. It's your service. Alright, awesome. And uh, what you just heard was, so this was our rendition of Paris Hilton's, so this is Paris Hilton's song for her Netflix show, her cooking show, I don't even know what, what it's called, but I didn't, we had a choice. Like, we can either consider this, because it was put up by Netflix as a trailer for the show, as a trailer that we're going to discuss, in which case... We're exempt from the copyright law, or do it, do a version with our uh, an acapella version. So which we did, we just did. But this is my new favorite thing. You guys have to just check out. I haven't watched the show. I don't fucking watch the show. But check the check the trailer. It's like one minute, and it's amazing. I saw it was on my Instagram feed. It instantly became my favorite thing. There, there just look it up right now. Like pause this. Look this video up. There's a few things I want to talk about. I love this video. It's like first when she enters, I love how she enters the grocery market and there are the, the <laughs> and the cabbage is glittering. <laughs> it's like Paris Hilton walks into the fucking grocery store and, and makes the cabbage glitter. <laughs> I'm looking at it right now. It's like it's this like this weird shaped fruits and coconuts and shit. They're all glittering, and she gra- she grabs the lemons, and then uh, she's very aggressive. She's like, "Shut up and listen!" Right? Like I thought, Gordon, uh, uh, Gordon Ramsay, Gordon Ramsay, yeah, Gordon Ramsay was the harshest of them. But no, nah, no, nah, she's she's even like she's 
even more uh, disciplinary than any of them. So it's like, shut up and listen. Grab some glitter and get in the kitchen. Like, <laughs> know what the fuck they're gonna cook? Glitter soup. Yes, glitter soup. Probably. And uh, but it's like, get in the kitchen. Now my favorite line. She says, "The key to cooking is taking risks." <laughs> I don't. I don't think it's that risky of a of a of a business. You know, like unlike the butchering, it is butchering. If you're like butchering twenty four seven. You're kind of clumsy and you're day drinking. Yeah, that, that can be a very risky profession to have. But I don't think like general cooking, especially what you're, especially what you're doing right now, is not that risky, man. It's not that risky. But then it's like uh, taking risks, come over tonight, let's Netflix and whisk, right? Take, take a bite of heaven when life gives you a lemon. man. I, I also love how, how she's like, she pronounced like when you, I love how when great poets they all do this, they run out of rhyme and they just like pronounce it like Lena. <laughs> but then the, the best part comes like everything was foreshadowing so far for the for the zest. It's like zest, zest, zest. That's awesome. I love the beat actually, really. And my favorite shot in the whole thing, I really also did on it and played this a particular shot like a thousand times is when she's trying to like like grate the like is, is she grating is she peeling like the the lemon and then then it, it falls off it's amazing like i played that i can't explain it you gotta watch it like a thousand times on repeat and when you reach around 500 time you're gonna get what i'm talking about like the appeal in watching the lemon fall right after she said the key to cooking is taking risks Ah, bring your glitter, the key to cooking. Anyways, um, I love this shit. I love this shit. There's a, there's also I, I, I see that she, she's got this chicken ready there and she's like pour, pouring this zest all, <laughs> all over it while, while saying it's better than sex. <laughs> I, I don't I don't think that's uh, very hygienic stuff is happening there you know like she she looks at this chicken like like and it's a whole chicken you know like a roasted chicken before being roasted like how you prep it up and and it's like it's all like moist and, and there's like a hole in the middle presumably soft and she's pouring this this zest, uh, and, and then she looks. It's like it's better than sex. I'm like, bruh. Anyways, I might be, I might be fucked up minded. Might be fucked up. I'm definitely fucked up minded. You definitely are. Yes, I definitely am. Uh, but she's onto something. All right, what do we have for today, Bowie? Uh, nothing specific. I was gonna ask you first of all, what's up with Terra? What's up with Terra? Our alien listeners, happy and shout out to our alien listeners. Uh, we are, we are, uh, we have a bunch of bo- voicemails actually, which I'm, which I'm going to play later, but a lot of them have been, um, calling us, uh, re- sending voicemails and asking about, uh, Terra and the state of the planet. Right. Uh, what's going on? What can you tell us? Right. Um, uh, what can I tell you is that, um, it's fucked up. It's fucked up. It's all fucked up. Uh, to be honest, I'm fucked up. That's why I haven't visited this pod for a while. And, uh... Shout out to Abin Sur who died so we can have this podcast. And he, 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 um, 
I inherited this big responsibility from him, but I'm not sure if I can live up to it because I'm not like back when I said yes to Abinsur and doing this podcast, I thought that I'm going to be a happy, motivated person. I don't have any of those right now. So I don't know. I'm not following the news. I don't know. I just go in. Sometimes I'm like, let's check, let's check space news. You know what? Space news has always been my space, like safe haven. I go to space news and it's like Russia lands this spacecraft on ISS like too hard like it's like you know you push too much you know sometimes it's like you push too much and it, it's it it went like it went off track and now it's like on a tailspin you know what I mean like our fucking space station is on a tailspin right now so that's what's happening and then then there's fires left and right there's a great Grease burning, they're burning. You know what's fucking funny? The Greek, the Greek, there's fires in Greece, and uh, it's affecting Turkish people. And uh, and Turkish people are protesting against Greece. <laughs> like I'm like, we really do not understand what's going on here. We really have no fucking idea how this climate change shit. But like, we're so clueless. I'm hopeless. I don't know if I should follow, like, even this part. I don't know if I should follow anything. I should follow fucking life. I'm gonna jump off this fucking window right now. Don't call anybody. I'm not. I'm not. It's performance art. Performance art that is real to the heart. But, um. But I don't know, man. It's like, how can't you. Like, can we cooperate a little bit? Can't you just, like, uh land the fucking out now it's tail spinning and and then russia's like well we don't know what happened we clearly not a problem on our end and uh any other fucking astronaut there is or any other fucking expert in the field is saying no you did drastic fuck up any data that they're sending from up there drastic fuck up but we'll see and i know where this is going Where, it's my theory. I don't. I never wanted to get political on this podcast, but it's just my theory. It's space again. See, politics is when it's down on Earth. Like if Do- if Donald Trump does some shit, I don't care. I'm not gonna talk about that. That's what I swore. I said I. If you go back first time, I said I only talk about. I want to talk about. I want to talk about space and shit. Right. It's space now. They're in space. What's happening has is happening outside of our atmosphere. What I'm talking about. It's not politics anymore. It's fucking space. Is that um when we have ISS, but then China it wasn't a part of ISS because um you know what I'm not again I'm trying not to get political. But what they would say is espionage. There's been a lot of espionage going on, so they're afraid um, of people not abiding by the whatever law they have. And then they're like, well, fuck you, and they made their own recently. And we have, mind you, since the Soviet and the, the space race and whatever, we've had one space station for a while. There's been attempts and, and different stuff and projects. This one main station, International Space Station, but now China is launching or have launched, I don't know. I think they're launching. It hasn't been launched. They're all. The best 
think you can say is just like, well, you didn't let us in, ISIS didn't let us in, and now, um, now we made our own, right? But then, this, is this gonna lead to what I'm trying to get at? Is is then Russia having their own? Because they're like, well, if China gets to compete with ISS, we don't want to be a part. Of, we want to be a part of the competition as independent players of this game, because we have some. Or they're more like, because we have some independent player or, or something. And uh, am I getting PewDiePie for it? I'm joking. I'm not. I'm joking with accents. I do every accent. Except for my own country. Because I don't want you to know where I'm from. I think I actually said where I'm from. Anyways. But, um, but don't fuck up space. But don't, don't extend your fucking dick measure contest to space. And also there's a Bezos thing. Yes, that happened. That happened. Exactly. Thank you, Bowie. Yes, that son of a bitch shot himself up to space while his workers are shitting in a bag. It's legit like, um, I don't want to, no spoilers, no Loki spoilers, but there is a scene in Loki um, where there is a planet that is being destroyed and all the rich want to get on a, like a train to leave the planet and it's kind of like that. I was kind of dumb to reference Loki. I've read some good sci-fi. This, this plot, I just want to say this plot point is an exclusive to Loki. Um, uh, well, let's talk about Loki. You know what? Let's talk about Loki. Let's talk about something. I want to talk about something also that, um, off topic, that, um, a lot of these plot points nowadays that you see around, like, um, like, I don't know, whether if it's from time travel to multiverse to all these, these plot points that, um, that now the pop culture loves to love, they've been around and, and I'm just wondering why is it that they're starting to make sense now suddenly everybody is a fan of all these I don't know I think it's because it's relatable to the world we're at now like like sci-fi writers like Asimov, Philip K. Dick, all those guys the uh, Robert A. Heinlein I love that guy he has this book called The Moon is a Harsh Mistress Everybody, check it out. It's like a rewriting of, of American um, his, like revolution, but on the moon, where it's like, instead of people being sent to America on, on uh, indentured servitude, they're sent to the moon. But, um, but I think that's maybe we're living in the most sci-fi ages ever. And, and when I was a child, this is a funny thing. When I was a child, that was my fucking dream. Like my fucking dream was I, I would just look at the dull life I was having and I'd be like, can we just have more space shit? Can we just have more um, more sci-fi stuff going on? You know, life's not sci-fi enough for me. Um, or or some you know climactic uh, uh, thing where where all of the whole world will have to act as one. You know what I mean? And then the world would come together and it'll be epic. There'll be good and evil as always. Um, but no, but um, but that happened. Careful what you wish for, which is a which is a great line from a Pussycat Dolls song. <laughs> I'm just see it's a again Pussycat Dolls song is a use the proverb like like how Loki uses stuff that Asimov wrote, which is based on scientific papers. But I think all that is happening and. And I wanted it as a child, um, but now I'm kind of 
Listen, I'm kind of fulfilled, to be honest. The part of me that wants chaos is fulfilled. Um, uh, things couldn't have been more chaotic than this. Uh, I love it. No, not chaos in the means of suffering. I don't like suffering. I, I just like... Um, I don't know, is it sociopathic? Is it narcissistic? I don't know what's what's going on over there, but I really I really like disaster like movies and scenarios and I like those I like to see mankind as a as one. I wanna see life being more interesting, you know, to me it's way more sad. So if I could take death at an old age on a hospital bed through after months and months of debilitating illness or me right now being shot to space to fight aliens and just see aliens and then die like that i take that because like my problem is not with death my problem is with how boring and mechanized life has been but things changed things change it's still boring and mechanized uh it's like it's it's like we're being fucked in a in a, in a boring way but not no more because I, I feel like interesting stuff is happening like covid and uh and the rest of it the madness that that was since 2016 till now like it i kind of feel like ever since 2016 i'm not in this world I, i'm not in the world that i used to be anymore i think a portal opened and i went into a multiverse it's it's i don't know you know let me tell you something um i'm not doing amazing mentally especially right now today um so I'm why am I doing this? I don't know therapy. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm just putting myself in this mode to talk. Um, so I can escape my thoughts. But yeah, and everything I wanted as a child, all the madness, they all came. But um, still no control, no um, no stability, no future. Maybe I was younger. Um, but um, I'm starting to starting to want more stability. Starting to um, want to actually just be the old hundred year old person, or, or just like spend my time in a snippet of time. You know what I mean? Like back then, I would be like, uh, like back in the nineties, when I'm a kid, I would be like, I wish I I could live like thousands of years so I could see what happens in the end. Uh, now I'm more like, I just want to stay in, in, in one decade. 80s preferably, please. <laughs> but uh, 80s was the best. Like, 80s, I think history of mankind will look at 80s and be like, what the fuck? How, how was this shit so fun? I mean, not in US society, in, in America. 80s in America and in a bunch of other countries. Like, oh boy. The ABBA era. I want to... Yeah, my parents lived then. Anyways, um, but things change. Things change on a whole fucking global scale. And you alien listeners, I hope you understand what I'm talking about. Um, it's not that easy. Uh, 
but I can't comprehend it. That's all I'm trying to say is I can't comprehend. What, what do you guys feel? Whoever's listening to this, how do you feel? Can you comprehend this? Any Terrorians living here uh, listening to this? Have you, can you comprehend this? The journey we've been through through our lives. Like I talked about in the last episode, um, one thing that I also can't comprehend is... Uh, could be my mental health diagnosis. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a bit still shocked. I mean, uh, I was, I'm a bit still shocked to know, to, to have learned in my uh, mid-twenties to that. Um, and it's not that late, but it's just like, and yeah, this is where these problems actually come out. But um, there are certain mental health problems. Um, that's, also, that's also something. But the timing was fucked up, you know? Like you don't want to go through this when when the when the pandemics unfold, <laughs> or you can look at it this way. Maybe if the pandemic didn't uh, unfold, I would continue being a mediocre, crazy person forever and just like be like, nah, I'm a normal person and justify it one way or another. But with this with this situation where you were like locked in, you know, I had to. When was it the last time I was locked in like this, you know, for so long? Never. Um, so I never had this. We, we've never had this opportunity to, to face our demons and uh, come out. But I, I just think that it's not just me. It's not just my life and, and the mental health, blah, blah. I think something's happening globally. I think we're going through this fucking vortex of like... Uh, futuristic change. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is, but we'll see. We'll, we need to, in a, in a, a couple of hundred years, I think they'll look back and they can name the decade and be like, oh, that was the decade. Like, if we're living in the Victorian era, we are not going to be like, oh, shit, we're so steampunk. Everything's so steamy. We wouldn't think of it like that. We would, um, we'd be like, okay, this is happening now. We think about the past, what's changed. And yeah, of course, steam would be interesting. That's why all their, their vision of future was always steampunk. They thought everything would be steam. And that's how everything we think everything will be electric in the future. And now um, there's a new art movement. I fucking love it. What is it called? Oh, Jesus. I, I don't know. Bio landscapes is basically like a steampunk or biopunk, environmental punk, something like that. Uh, I'm going to try to join it. Um, but it's so beautiful that it's basically like this Singaporean uh, things where, um, where like Singaporean, I don't know if you've seen it, this tree-like things where it's a mixture of technology and nature because like that's how we have to um, live. And it's, it's really amazing. I just wrote Biopunk, uh, some cool stuff game, but not, it's like not, not what I want to, environment punk. Hmm, I don't know what that was. Earth punk, sun punk, solar punk, solar punk. Fuck yeah, I got it. It's called solar punk. Check it out. It's amazing. Just Google solar punk in Google images and the art that you will see. Oh, I'm going to put one of these on my wallpaper. It's so good. And and, and, and now we think this is what the future will be because it's, um because, I, you know, it accommodates the... Uh, the problems we have and, and, uh, but I don't think like, I don't think in the future it'll be like that. I don't think it'll necessarily always be like that. Um, I think we'll be extinct soon. That's my prediction. Cause I, I don't, 
I thought about it a lot. I thought, think about it all the time. All the time. That's all I think about. Man's problems, uh, like man, I mean, like, you know, human, uh, whatever, you know, like, all, like anything that go wrong, you know, like OCD brain. I'm always like, what can go wrong? And, and any possible scenario, these problems are too big for us to tackle. And I've been, I've been doing this for since I was like, whenever, uh, just thinking about like big holistic global problems. And that's why we did this podcast in this pod, because, uh, because I wanted to, like I said before, uh, look from planet earth out from out in, from, from a external point of view. And, um, I don't think we can survive. And ever since I was 19, I started to write this story, um, these books. I'm not really writing them. I'm more like writing notes. And so I have like pages of drafts and, and different outlines and sketches and timelines and lore and all that. But it's basically, um, it's basically based on our world, but things are quite different. And I'm just like following the story of our uh, planet with this, um, with these, with these stories. And it, like, like I said, I'm 26 now. I started to write these at, when I was 19. I'm giving too much information about myself. But yeah, I started to write these when I was 19. And um, like my characters grew, the world grew. Half of the shit I like kind of predicted. It's not like my predictions. They were just famous predictions already. Uh, have happened. Uh, there were a couple of stuff that really inspired me to put, like, I don't know, like uh, a pandemic really inspired me to put a bunch of stuff in it. Um, what can I say? Reading Watchmen, uh, because, because I had a lot of overlaps with Watchmen before I read Watchmen and I read Watchmen like last year or two years ago. I'm very new to that. I wasn't one of the, like, uh, yeah, I'm very late to the party. Um, and Watchmen is one of the most amazing things I've ever read. And, uh, to think about, and again, no spoilers, I recommend to everybody who's interested in these topics of like the big problems of mankind and what if we'll survive or not check watchman out and and watchman also inspired me a lot in terms of the execution of the of the story but i try not to actually i try not to expose myself too much to stories that are similar to my story because i, I mainly read the new like not the news news like more like science news and, and stuff like that um, to be inspired with this story, or I more look at what's actually happening, what are the problems in your life. Um, it's so ironic that I began the podcast by saying I don't read the news, and now I'm like, I'll deep in the... This is my fucking problem and contradiction, but, um, yeah, so, to... That was a very long answer to, to the question, um, what's happening on Terra? Terra's fucked. The rich are shooting themselves to space. There's new forms of money that people on Reddit decide the value instead of IMF. Um, uh, and then it's, it's just crazy. It's just everything's haywire right now. And I feel like everybody's on a, on a verge of mental deterioration. Not me. It's not me. Everybody. I had it, I had it early on and got it out of my system. Um, mid-pandemic, I think I talked about the last episode where I uh, legit had a week of near-constant panic attacks and stuff, and I was like, I'm done with this shit. Because I was too involved. I'm done with this shit. And if I could tell you more of my life, which I can't, unfortunately, and I wish I could, 
you would understand why I was involved. Because, um, because let's, let's say my life was very much affected by, um, by the state of the world. Um, and so are many others who come from certain countries that do not have the comfort of certain other countries, um, which in my opinion is built upon the discomfort and the war in certain other countries and, and the whole global war machine turning and, and, and then, uh, yeah, some people are on the other side of it. So it's like, don't follow the new, like, I mean, let me give an example. It's not personal. <clears throat> you can't go to this, uh, like, I don't know, Syrian kid who just lost his family and a home, home and everything and say, it's not a, you know, it's politics. Try to stay out. It's not politics for the person anymore. Let's talk about like climate change. If your house is burning, if you're in the Los Angeles area, I think you've already faced enough proof of, of, of climate change. It's not politics. Vaccine is a tricky one. I don't want to lose friends, so I don't, I don't care. I don't talk about it, you know, but when we have lost fucking people in our lives to COVID, it's not a fucking, it's not politics. It's not opinion. It's not, it's not the seventies. When you go do your, uh, uh, when you sit on your, uh, lawn and, and then talk to the neighbor and be like, ah, oh, they were like, they were right. I was left, but we got along. It's not that, it's not that world anymore. And I'm not saying we should go at each other's throat. No, I'm saying the exact opposite. We should try to bring back that world. And I'm trying to do that. But I have absolute sympathy to people who are, um, who, couldn't, who couldn't take it. I'm not saying it's good. They should work on it. But they couldn't take it. To sit at a table and, and have a fucking racist uncle while... Uh, while you were just searched by the cops for no reason. I, I personally, as a Middle Eastern li living in Europe, I can't handle certain garbage anymore. I did for a while. I talked with them. Hey, let me change your weather. I can't. I can't anymore. I say, fuck you to their face. I fucking leave. I don't even say fuck you, I fucking leave. I, the fuck you is depending on how big they are, you know? Like, if they look like Dwayne Johnson and they're being racist, I just leave. <laughs> if they're kind of like average, okay, I say fuck you and leave. <laughs> oh, man, I, I really like putting myself in a, uh, in a position to be almost punched in the face. But, um, but no, you can't, you can't do this anymore. You can't do this anymore. I was locked up in a... In a Nazi train, which I'll talk about later, one day uh, on the Halloween night, it was it was like a train of a hundred fucking Nazis, and I swear to fucking God, I don't want to throw any people or country on the bus. So it's not about people or country. Garbage people are in every country, and good people are in every country. Uh, it, it has nothing to do with. But a hundred fucking Nazis in a train doing Zeke Heil. Okay, 2021, no, it was 2020 back then, but yeah, mid-COVID, nobody's wearing masks, uh, they're smoking, the, like the whole uh, cabin was filled with smoke, and it was like one of the last trains where um, 
I shouldn't really get into, get get on, just like, to stay over, you know, I was just like, I had explosive diarrhea, we were like, two hours away in another city with friends, um, it was on Halloween, I had the spooky vibes, I actually had Michael Jackson on, I was like, fuck it, and I was going through my, at the time, I remember I was kind of caring about COVID and shit, not kind of, I was pretty 100% OCD about COVID, um, but I learned, exposure, ERP and shit, um, but I wasn't at the time. So, you know, funny thing is actually my main concern was COVID at <laughs> while all these Nazis are uh, throwing beers at my head. And one of them wanted to like punch me to death, like with a, with rings on his finger uh, that was shape of a skull to mark your face. And, um, and I saw somebody big. Somebody got beaten in that in that uh, in that train by some by one of his this guy's peers. But it was like a hundred of them, and two anti-right police. Like really couldn't do anything. And these were mind you football hooligans. Um. So yeah, in that situation, I don't say fuck you, but I leave. I get I get the fuck out, you know. Um. But I grew up being a different person. In your. Um, I almost said the name of my country. In my country, I had a lot of fights with people. Once I once there was this guy um, who was beating a cat for no reason. They used to just like come to their place because it smelled the food or something. I took the stick from the guy and, and beat the guy. And the guy just like started to run after me. And, and just so many things like that. Like I was always about to be beaten to death back in my country i don't know why like like i was a weird crazy teenager and uh, especially around the ages from 15 to 17 i was just like um and I, you can't see me but i'm not a, like a physically i'm not i'm not the rock let's put it this way like <laughs> um uh, but i would just like put like Craziness, absolute madness, because I thought in myself that I'm righteous, like I said, my life was being affected by a lot of bigger things, the state of the world, planet Earth, and I wanted to change things, so I would just um, go yell at people in the street or, or whatever I would do, um, and then feel righteous, I would go home and be like, yeah, you're a fucking hero, um, I would even look at myself like a like a character, like a third person character in a movie and be like, yeah, this is a, such a cool guy, such a cool um, identity, basically, you've constructed and you fought against the, the thing, um, which I still do up until today. And uh, half of it is even not even my, like in my control because of, uh, because of my, uh, genetic composition, but it's uh, if you want to do something, if you want to serve the world, no matter whether your intentions are altruistic, which I don't believe there are any purely altruistic intentions, and self serving, which is okay, but you want to do good because it feels good for you, and you feel like you did something, and you feel like you took an action against all the things that went wrong in your life. Also, what you just did had nothing to do with the original. Like, it's like, like you were hungry at some point in your life and, uh, and now you like excessively helping all the, all the hungry people. 
well, like, it's good, but, but we can see how self-serving this is, how ego-driven it is at times. Um, ego is bad, but, but if you take pleasure out of, like, ego is bad trying to base your identity in these things, but if you take pleasure out of, uh, doing good, it's okay, do good, but the confrontation, it's not good. So back to where I was with the vaccines and things. I understand why people can't sit at a family dinner and uh, have a conversation, but let's please try. Because there's no way. There is no way. Uh, we have to get along. We're cutting everybody out of our lives. We're cutting people out of each other's lives um, for their beliefs. Team Vax or Team No Vax? Team pro-government, team against government, team Trump. Team. Uh, it gets difficult at times, but let's try to keep the dialogue. While at the same time, I'm acknowledging how fucking crazy it can get. Like, I lost it. I lost it. I, I was uh, sitting with a friend who's from mainland China. And she just goes on and she goes like, yeah, Thai, Taiwan, blah, blah. She was like, I was pissed off to see the Taiwanese uh, being recognized as a country everywhere. And, and that's not my reality. And when I left mainland China, I was so surprised that um, that elsewhere, they, like she would say, like, the elsewhere, they don't fucking know China. Like Taiwan is a, she was offended. Um and uh, I couldn't, you know, I just couldn't. This one wasn't even personal. Um, I can't, I can't draw personal parallel lines, and I'm sure I did some mental gymnastics in my head to make it personal, but I couldn't. And uh, and we were meeting with friends, and I just like I went too hot and heavy for Taiwan, and it was unnecessary. It was unnecessary. Um, if you want to do anything with Taiwan, go to any go to protest. Fucking post something on Facebook if you like. Do a podcast if you like. Do whatever the fuck you want to do. But but cutting connections and and not being able to have all those interpersonal uh, lives we had is also a sign of um, of this big 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 fuck up of a of a. You know, this big, big fuck-up of a mess that our world is right now. I'm sorry, this was supposed to be. I really wanted to just come here and riff and have fun and be funny. Um, which is what I do, believe it or not, when I go to, to comedy events. Um, and if you're in Budapest, come to, to our... Follow uh, the comment. Why am I blowing my fucking cover? So everybody can find out who I am? No, yeah, no, don't. Uh, or come. Yeah, you know what? I'm so, I'm too fucking... Uh, see, see, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Uh, I'm too fucking afraid. You, you might have already figured out why I'm so, like... Uh, secretive about everything. Uh, again, going back to the state of the world and, and all that, but... No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna work on myself. You know, here's how I'm gonna start. Instead of yelling at people, at pops, I'm gonna, I'm gonna liberate myself and just do a fucking 
promotion for a comedy thing. Come to comedy shows in Budapest. English comedy uh, in Budapest. If you just write it, you'll find it. There's one at the David Burns pub. Um, there's a uh, there's not much else going on right now. Oh yeah, there, there's there's one at Bar, uh, at uh, when on Wednesdays at Barossa Tavern. Uh, that uh, an awesome uh, comic that we have here, Dave, is doing. Um, so yeah, just want to say that. Throw it out here in case anybody in Budapest is listening. Nobody's listening. Nobody's listening. This is therapy, but I just threw it out there. Um, but um, you see, he, like here's the thing: is that uh, I'm, I'm, I go there. I, I, I go there, I do, like, I just do crowd work, and I have, like, we laugh, and I have fun, and I get into the funny mode, and I try to preserve funny mode, but without, first of all, without audience, I can't. Like, with the audience, I'm feeding off of the thing, I'm pushing myself, like, even if I'm having the worst fucking mood, I can push myself with the audience, but, um, but sitting here, it's difficult, difficult, um, especially today. I have another okay. I have a I have another mental health problem besides OCD uh, that results in a lot of things. Uh, let's call them mood swings, although if they're not, they're like kind of not mood swings, emotional problems. Um, going through those today, it's fucked up. Why am I talking here? I don't know. I don't know. This is a this is a part of me just doing and not caring you know how many episodes of uh, i've recorded in this mood because i'm depressed and uh yeah i'm depressed and i've i've, uh, I've recorded, recorded a bunch of episodes i couldn't release any of them one of them was when i'm uh i wish i can one day talk more about this um one of them is that when i'm like literally having a mental breakdown you know what i mean like i'm like I'm out, and I'll let, never uh, release any of them. It was just the, doing the podcast in itself was helping me a lot. Uh, I was talking, I was yelling at God for an hour on this microphone, and uh, I recorded. I still have it. This is really interesting. I, I when I go back and listen to it, I learn a lot about myself, and also. In case one day this podcast hits 1,000 followers, <laughs> I will uh, I will release it. It's interesting as fuck. You know, it's interesting as fuck, but the only problem I have with releasing this stuff is I don't want anybody to... You know, I need to be very stable with my life to, to release something like that. Um, it sounds crazy. Sounds crazy and it's honest. It sounds honest and crazy. But but and here's the thing. Y'all like crazy. Y'all like crazy because uh because of Britney. Because of Britney, uh, which which boy has some boy got really into the Britney thing and, and he has something to say. Uh, I'm talking too much about this. I'm sorry, I went on too much about too long about this. But um it's fucked up the state of the world. I'm trying to keep it positive. And on the side, I have all this depression. A bunch of very real world, real worldly problem. You know what I mean? 
like cheddar cheese-ish kind of problem, which everybody has right now, you know, but I'm frustrated of this economy, of the fact that, you know, a millennial can never fucking buy a house, most likely will never be house owners. Unless you can inherit or something, never you. It's absurd to even think that you can work and like your basic fucking minimum back in the days in a stable country economically in, in the eighties. A house, family house, maybe fucking backyard, a dog, pop a kid or two. I don't even want to pass on a bunch of fucking mental illnesses to anybody. Just want a fucking house and a dog. Can I ever? No. I can't. I can't have a dog. Like, do you think if I can... I'm going fucking crazy, right? My doctor told me a dog would improve your life. Uh, yes, I'm, go I'm going crazy. Cray, cray. And all they say is, like, put the mask on, put the whatever. Nobody talks about this, right? How can I ever have a house? Or a, or a home, a fucking apartment, you know? We will be paying rent forever. It's all I'm asking for. How can I have a dog? Can't pay for his... If, if like, there's a hip problem, we gotta pay for the surgery or some shit. How can I... How can anybody maintain anything? And you'll see what happens. Because I'm not alone with this. I am not alone with this. I'm a bit more crazy than, than like your average person maybe, but everybody's losing it. Everybody's losing it. Maybe you don't like, you don't have the alphabets attached to your name that's attached to mine, but you're losing it too. You're losing it too. Maybe you have my problems too and you never went for diagnosis. Who the fuck knows? But we're all losing it. And yes, you can try to go to, like, yes, therapy, all that beautiful, but our world is fucked to begin with. Why I haven't done any episodes of, yeah, that. And, and I don't have any energy, and I'm just being absolutely fucking lutely honest with this. I'm going to say in the intro, you, like, if you're, you want quality, comedy, whatever, yeah, this is not it. If you want some fun podcast, like, this is not it. This is a, uh, this turned into an honest rant about uh how i'm feeling right now because there's zero fucking social responsibility anywhere anywhere man uh it's all individualism individualism is fucking up our world and uh, and that's that's what what the enemies of mankind will will take advantage of Let's put it that way. That's our biggest weakness. That we're, we went through this individualistic a couple of years of this. This is all trial period. We didn't know. It's like smoking. Like people smoke when we're smoking came. They don't know what the fuck it is. They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, this, this like, uh, and then they got cancer. It took them a while to know what the fuck's going on. And I don't think our lifestyle, our, our economic economic system, our global system, our polia, any of it, I don't think it's been tested. We're being the dermatological rabbits and shit. It's not working. It's been, it's been like that, the system. Go to Cengiz, fucking conquering everybody. Yeah, there's been brutal 
times in history and we, we we corrected ourselves and I hope we can as well. But the difference is back then it was us against us. It was a complete anthropological, political, historical, that kind of conflict. What system? It was like this like historical conflict where like should we kill everybody or should we not? Maybe not. Like are women humans or not? Maybe you know, like this this was what they were struggling with. Up until now. This is how fucking primitive we've been. We used to get burn gay people and, and stuff. That that was the problem, you know? The problem was us. <laughs> slavery. We were like the question was should we make a whole race of people slaves or not? Mm. That that was the question. That was the problem. And we can sit here and be proud. Oh, look at how far mankind has come. Yeah, good job. 2,000 years, you figured out how to fucking have decent compassion. Decent. <laughs> I want to say decent here. Compassion is a decent compassion. Decent compassion, you know? Have some decent compassion for fuck's sake. <laughs> ah! Oh, bro, you're seeing some beautiful mood swings uh, unfold here. I'm going to publish this. This is interesting. This is a service to uh, psychology students <laughs> this is practice try to diagnose me through this this uh, episode um where was I yeah I mean yeah so when we say oh no we've always had challenges look how far we've come we used to have no medical technology now yet yeah, those challenges we've overcome this is different my friend. We've never been up against our planet's resources. If we fucked up a country, we went to the other. If we fucked up a land, we went to the other. We moved, migrated. Where the fuck are we going to migrate now? Elon would say, well, to Mars. Well, we're going to migrate to Mars, you know. Well, Mars, uh, the problem with the AI is that the... If on Mars, we try to colonize Mars and try to drop two nuclears... On, on, on no weapons on on the two poles of the Mars and maybe we can make Mars and all that bullshit. While we have fucking studies, which I was actually I was I was reading shit on from my university and I, I was I was doing a project on 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 uh, on, on the economics of, of climate change. I, I read like two or three books about it and conclusion. And by the way, when I say two, three books, that's all there is. <laughs> like, all there is is like that. And both of them are written by, two of them are written by the same guy. And it's just like a collection of like other papers. And most of them are from uh, like different fields. Like half of them are like just biologists. And then there's two chapters, economy. And it's about the cost benefit and analysis. And it's like, bro, we can just like start right now, change everything. And that's, so this is a, this, uh, what was the problem? Is the adaptation. And, 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 and like taxations and mitigations and shit like that. Like, dude, what we're doing is like, if you use uh, carbon, we'll tax you more. Then you have to pay this much money. So basically what it is at this point is like, who's rich enough to, to use carbon? You know, like it's like kind of, uh, you know, uh, taking away incentives and shit like that. That doesn't work. 
We need to adapt, we need to change the structure of our society. We have the technology. We have to be like, okay, our piping system needs to change. Our heating and cooling system needs to change. Our roads may need to change. Our The products we buy, the products we... That transition is frustrating to the economy. They don't want to go through it. But the governments all around the world, the rich guys especially, you can do it. Look at the proportion of how money flows around the world. We can do it. And back and forth in between mental health and, and politics, which is the truest, rum forciferous thing that I could have done. But that's that's what it is because they, the world's fucked, and then we 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 become crazy, and then as we become more crazy, we fuck the world further. It's a vicious fucking circle. Mental health and politics and the world and all that and. Uh, I don't know what to do, so I did this podcast. So I do this, did this, and I um, hope we can be more collective, be more understanding, and have better dialogues. That's that's all we can do right now. Because I don't, I don't know what's right, what's wrong. I understand because I got pissed off at uh, at uh, Tiananmen. What was it? like Taiwan and shit over Tiananmen too, and Hong Kong. <laughs> But, especially over more personal things, which I can't give you examples of. But, um, but we gotta, I don't know what can we do. We gotta, we gotta get along. We gotta love one another. Okay, uh, I really talk too much. Really, really talk too much. I wanted to do the voicemails and um, other segments. I'm not sure if I would do. Anyways, yeah, maybe let's no, it's, let's do it. Let's do it, uh, Bowie. Uh, you want to talk about Britney? Well, dude, honestly, like you just talked for 52 minutes about things, bruh. That uh, I I don't know if people were gonna listen, bruh. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I, I don't know if I should do my segment at the 52nd minute. Yeah, I'm so sorry, man. When nobody listens. So sorry, I talked to him. Hey, you, no, but you did this. You fought, you, you fought it up. But hey, you gotta understand. Why don't you on my side? I'm going crazy. I'm, I'm going through all this terror stuff. You're not living in terror. You're up here on the pod. You don't care about any of this. I do, bro. Who says I don't? Like, if ISS is tail spinning and he's gonna fucking maybe crash into my pod. You're, you're up here in space, bro. Like, you think that you guys don't, don't fuck up my... Place and and what is it ecosystem? You do, bro. Did you give me Red Bulls? Man, you're too too invested in this in this planet's affairs. Anyways, t- tell us about Britney. No, but you're right. I'm sorry. You can rant. You can rant. It's fine. But from next time, let me begin with my segments and do do our segments and stuff, and then maybe you can start ranting. All right. Um, so yeah, Britney. I, I just I just want to say I really like Britney. I'm not that invested in your plan, bro. But I just like I just really fascinated by the story that that this this girl this girl's out there, and I, I don't really really understand what's wrong with her. Really, like why is is it that that uh, her dad has to have the uh, her custody? I don't understand. Can you explain? Yeah, I mean because they say she's mentally ill and she's bipolar and she can make proper decisions yeah bro uh this this bezos dude 
he he just shot himself up in a cock rocket. So, um, do you think he's healthy? No, that is a very good point, actually. And, and what about Elon? Like, Elon wanna um, nuke, uh, drop nukes on Mars, bro. Is that, like, is that sane? No, I, honestly, I gotta give it to you. You have a point. And I, that was my point right now, that that we're all crazy. We're all going crazy, and, and, a, bu and a bunch of Bre Britneys have to pay for it. Exactly, bro. That's what I what I realized, is because everybody just watched her. Everybody loved her. It's like she was in the center of attention. Like a circus. What? My bad, that was a Britney joke. Okay, so yeah, you were saying... Yeah, bro, I just don't think it's fair. It's like because of all the all the attention the world gave her. It's like the world worshipped her and now they're just like really throwing it. I, I just don't get it. Yes, because, because exactly that's what it is. Because the world is fascinated by the mentally ill when they're on TV and doing crazy shit. Um, but then they when they collapse, they, uh, they throw them away. And... Uh, and they they keep chasing that that crate that madness that that they crave, but they don't really know what it is and how unpleasant it is. And uh, and pleasant things have become boring. I think that's that's exactly what's happening, and that what this Britney situation signifies. All right, bro. And we also have a alien uh, voice call from another from an alien. Uh, from an alien planet, obviously. So let's hear. This is Zankur from the Zamunji planet. Awesome play. Hello to Potons to Terra. I really like your podcast. I think that the podcast is very good, and I can I can learn how to speak Terrarian language, English, and I also very enjoy you talking about uh, mental health and politics and stuff for one hour straight i think it's very interesting and i think that a lot of people like it and enjoy it thank you for your podcast please do more oh, oh thank you that's so, so sweet much. thank you oh, so much God. thank oh. you thank you yeah, i know we're, we're great we're the best we're the greatest and uh um we're gonna do a. We were gonna do a segment where we when we talk about uh, some new good music every episode. Are you gonna do it this week, Ram? No, you have a point. You have a point. I talk too much, and I don't want it to be at the end of this episode where I opened with this note and I just ranted. So let this be another rant episode. Oh, we'll do it next time. We'll do the the segments and the stuff, and we'll talk about music and better stuff that you can find but today i also introduced them to, to a really good song maybe the best song that came out this year you know kanye didn't drop his album but paris did so don't forget everybody oh, shit. make zest 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 it's the best 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 it's better than sex make zest yeah.